Okay. This is attempt number two. And I don't even feel bad for saying that because I might be back on here with attempt number 54. Anyways, um, so this podcast, it's like basically just my random rants throughout the day. Oh my gosh, why is it every time I start saying something I have to sneeze? Hold on. Oh my gosh. This happened the last time I started recording. I was like, oh, wait, I go to sneeze. <sighs> okay. So, yes, most of this will be rants from my own life. But I'm going to try and put some, some a little Christianity up on her, okay? Since yours truly is, um, you know, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I was going to say, like, homeboys with Jesus, but that just sounds stupid because I'm just a white girl. I don't know. Um, it's too late to be doing this. I'm sorry for anybody listening. It's so late. It's 1130 at night, and I just, you know. But back to this whole Christianity thing. If I'm going to be making a podcast, you best believe I'm going to slip some Jesus in there. And I'm going to be sharing all sorts of whatever I've got up in my head. Don't necessarily take it as me preaching at you. Let's think of it more as my thoughts and observances in the world. And food for thought you can reflect on what I say or you can challenge what I say or you can um, build up on what I mention however you want to go about this if that's what you want to do you know do not take anything that I say Uh, I don't know how to put this like I am not let's say the least. I am not well versed in the Bible. I am not, I have not studied the Bible. You know, I don't know anything about like the background, the history, all that good jazz that pastors and all those great people do know about. I am just your lowly old Montana girl um, trying to do this whole Jesus thing, you know? And I think a lot of people are like that. And what I think is good and interesting and fun to listen to people and to talk to people about Jesus in these same situations or reading the Bible together. I don't necessarily, for me, enjoy talking just like in a group setting, not necessarily listening to like someone talking on Sunday morning, like they should know their stuff, don't get me wrong, but I don't necessarily enjoy people that are like no this is what this means in the bible no you're wrong blah 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 i like going through the bible and reading my verses and sometimes i think this is how god works and this is just my opinion but i think when you're reading something it doesn't always mean the same thing every time you know yes some instances it does there are like some like biblical facts you know jesus died on the cross like that's obviously going to be a thing there's no well I think it means this (laughs) not to say that but here's what I'll mean and this is today's bible verse from the holy bible app because 
that's where I get my Bible reading in the most. Not going to lie, I'm constantly on my phone. And if I'm going to be on my phone, I'm going to be reading my Bible. So we're getting this from Ephesians 6.12. Let's just take this as an example. It says, in the NIV version, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Does that not just speak to you today? And it's not to say that this couldn't speak to you years ago when you first read it. I think Bible things like this, Bible verses, reading things over and over again over like periods of years and times, it like changes with you, you know? There's certain circumstances that are going on in your life and you're like, yes, what I am struggling against right now is not against the rulers, not against the authorities. What's our problem with the rulers and authorities right now? Most likely, anybody that is a Christian or someone of the conservative Republican viewpoint, nobody is really a particular fan of Biden, and it's, that's okay. It's not necessarily that we don't like him as a person. We're just not a total fan of what's been happening since coming into office, and do not get mad at me about saying that, and please do not. I don't know. Just no hate here, okay? This is not what we're about. I do not know jack about politics. Let's just say that. I purposely don't know anything about it or try not to say too much about it because I don't read up on it. I'm not in the news. And if I'm in the news, I'm also weary about it because are they telling me the truth? Are they telling me one side? It's kind of just too much for me at the moment. So I'm purposely not um, trying to say a whole lot. I'm just saying the general public senses whatever you want to say about what has just happened. Um, Biden's in office. Not a lot of people are fans. I'll tell you what I'm not a fan of, and I'm pretty sure everybody else will agree with me, regardless of where you stand. Gas prices are so high right now, and I don't think it's just because we're coming to that time of you know, I think gas prices get kind of higher fall, winter era, but no, this is too high. We're getting up to almost four bucks a gallon. No, sirree. No, thank you. I would rather have what we had before. And that's all I'm going to say on the issue. Back to the Bible verse, though. So our struggle is not against flesh and blood. And this is a huge thing for me recently. I did not start thinking this way until maybe a few weeks ago. I have been trying so, 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 so hard to get along with certain people. And it's not because of them. Like, I understand that they're trying to be good people. They're trying to, I don't know, like, in their own eyes, they're trying to be nice and be blessings and to just, you know, they're just them and for whatever reason satan's making it extremely difficult for me to want to be nice first of all and to accept their kindness because it's not the kindness that i technically would have shown if i was trying to be kind to somebody so it's been super difficult for me to like get on board with this whole thing and i 
ask myself every day, like, why? Why is it so difficult? Why am I having such a hard time being nice to somebody that's just literally genuinely trying to be nice back to me? And I've had to come to the acceptance that it's not them and it's not necessarily me. That this is happening for a whole different reason. There's so much more factoring into this kind of stuff. And for Satan to understand that that kind of a thing is like my weakness and that I am super weird about like overly friendly people and I don't know why that's like the weirdest thing a Jesus loving Christian girl should not be upset when somebody is overly nice to them you would think am I wrong but I have this weird thing it's just like built into me when people are like too nice and go above and beyond I'm like what whoa back up bud get out of my get out of my face get out of here what are you doing with that it's ridiculous I know it is and I recognize it trust me and I'm working on it daily so if you're in that boat where you were trying to be nice to me and I just was like meh I'm sorry, for one, (laughs) but I am learning this spiritual warfare, and I'm hopeful that by recognizing this and, you know, realizing that I have more power than I think I do to overcome such things, especially with Jesus on my side, I should be getting over myself and being nicer back. So, it's a struggle not against flesh and blood, but against the powers of this dark world. And I'll tell you what, we are living in a dark world. Things are getting crazier every day. And don't tell me that it's just some weird thing that some Christians believe that we're in end times and blah, blah, blah. It is getting bad. You look around. Look around. Things are getting terrible. We are coming into a dark phase of life. So the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Do not tell me that Satan is not here on earth with all of these demons trying to attack you every day. Of course he is. Especially if you're a new Christian. Any type of Christian really. But like new Christians especially... He does not want you to join that side. And the more that you are aware, the more that you are fully immersing, immersing, oh my gosh, yourself in reading the Bible, listening to sermons, listening to Jesus music, as we call it at our house. Every morning we're listening to Jesus music. Before all of that, if you're not doing that, you're gonna slip up again but when you're in that zone when you continuously put that into your mind when you are so aware of everything happening and you have a bad day with a coworker, or a friend or whoever it is and you recognize that you know what that's okay I understand that this whole spiritual warfare is happening for a reason it's questioning my own beliefs and making me stronger in what I believe in and forcing me to dig deeper into what I believe and to read more and to have more answers for them next time, whatever it may be. And not only that, but I hope you realize that by you standing firm in your faith, you are also being an example 
and pushing that further onto that person that may not be. And that will eventually, it'll get to them. They'll be like, you know what? You're right. I do see your side. It may take months, years, however long it needs to take. It may not even happen during your lifetime. You know, we're supposed to plant the seeds. We're supposed to put our faith out there, live by example, but we cannot force anybody to believe what we believe. It is totally up to them. That is why God created free will. Nobody can make anybody become a Christian, believe in Jesus, to have any type of belief the same as them. You know what I'm saying? It is purely up to you to be an example, to share the information that needs to be shared. I mean, I'll tell you what, we'll probably do a whole other segment on how church sounds like a cult (laughs) because this is exactly all I think of when I am sitting in church and I'm trying to look at it with an outside perspective. That's a hundred percent all I'm thinking. If somebody like one of my friends that, you know, they're not Christians, if they were to come to church with me, they would go, oh my gosh, are they going to offer me the Kool-Aid at the end of the sermon? That's just how I feel sometimes. And it's not to say that like it's pull like pulling me away from my faith and keeping me from you know furthering myself into what I know is right. I'm more trying to think of this as like how can I approach this to my friends or coworkers or whoever it's going to be family members even if necessary. How am I going to go about this without coming off like that? Because I feel like nothing is going to push someone further away than when you're like, you need Jesus, you're going to hell if you don't have him kind of a deal. Like, yes, secretly, we all know that's true if you're a Christian. We know that whole side of the story. But you cannot be attacking non-believers like that. That will not make them want to come to Jesus anymore. They're not going to be like, oh yeah, well I'm going to hell. Well then I must turn my ways. They're going to be like, oh I'm going to hell. Well let me tell you what, Christian lady. You know? And I'm trying very hard to find that happy medium. So what I'm doing so far, I'm trying my absolute best every single day at work and just life in general. Who I interact with whenever I interact with them. To just be that kind, loving, Jesus freak, if you will. And some people have been noticing. They're telling me that, Bailey, wow, oh my gosh, you're so like, you're more kind than you used to be. You're not so negative. You don't complain so much. And I'm like, wow, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was complaining that much. But I'm super glad if I have changed. Thank you, Jesus, that my life is reflecting better as it should be that more than anything I tell you what is going to get people to be more on your side the Jesus side the good side whatever you want to call it let's call it the Jesus side because that's that's better (laughs) if you really want to change someone's mind and 
get them to understand things, you need to be an example first and foremost because no one's no one's going to listen to a hypocrite and it's very hard because we are all hypocritical. We all sin. And that is probably the second step, admitting that we're all sinners and that we're none of us are perfect. 100%. Every single one of us will fail. Even church leaders, even people we have looked up to for so long will come to a point where they will fail in some way or another. But you know what? That's not the end of it. That's not how things just... We're not like, oh, well, you failed. Sucks to be you. Guess you're going to hell. No. If that was the case, then what would be the purpose of Jesus coming down to earth and dying for us? God knew that we were all going to sin. That there was... The only way for people to truly make it to heaven is if somebody paid the price for every single sin on the planet, for every person born. Are you hearing me? That's what Jesus did. You would have no chance. I'm just being honest. And so was God. You would have no chance in getting into heaven if we just did whatever we wanted and just oh occasionally ask for forgiveness you should be doing that daily but you know what i'm saying you would never measure up to what jesus was able to do for you by dying for you ever and that's something that's very hard to wrap your brain around for sure And it's something that I'm still trying to wrap my head around daily. The fact that I could never do this on my own. But let's keep in mind that the fact that we serve a God who is so loving and caring that people out of the entire universe, mind you, so many things has he created. The entire universe universe are you with me go to nasa let's go google some universe stuff real quick and you will see how your tiny speck of a body not even a speck a millionth trillionth billionth of a speck on the whole spectrum of the universe that there is a god out there who is saying i want you I want you to love me and I love you and I hope one day you choose me and accept me and accept my son and what I did for you and boom, we're all going to party in paradise someday. If you honestly can't be on board with that, all I'm going to be able to do is pray for you every single day, hoping the Holy Spirit can fill you and can convict you and change your mind because nothing greater is there than God's love. So, by that measure, should you not be reflecting that in your own life? Should you not be showing God's love, His endless, perfect love that is forgiving and understanding? You know? It is not tolerant of sin, but it is forgiving and it is always there to be loving. And that's what I think Christians need to understand. And with this whole new lifestyle choices and changes that are happening in this whole new age, whatever, 
yes, we do need to be loving. We do need to be understanding because people have been led astray for so long and we're teaching kids so many different things and so many wrong things that it's not necessarily their fault. But what you need to be doing is you need to be the one that stands out different. You need to have that special thing in your life. <clears throat> Jesus. And people, when they question you, why are you so happy? How come you're like, you know, just living your good life? What are you saying? Oh, hey, yeah, it's because this this dude named Jesus, he totally died for my sins. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Well, this is a whole rabbit hole of nonsense, but this is going to be the start of my podcast. And we're going to go in deeper and... Probably every day I'll go off on something the Daily Bible verse says because that's my new favorite thing to do. I share it on my Facebook page. But just remember, there is no need to hold grudges. There is no need to hate people. There is no need for anything against a specific individual. Especially if you call yourself a Christian, you are to not do any of those things because God is the ultimate judge. He is the one that will ultimately give out the consequences for such sins and actions it is not your job not your place you need to make sure that you are reflecting jesus's love and that you remember that this is all a spiritual warfare and every single person is born into sin and has the tendency to sin and make sure That you are not coming off as the I'm better than you because I'm a Christian person. You are no better than any other person. Honestly, if you've got Jesus in your life, you should do everything in your power to be so loving and kind to other people that you draw them to Jesus because you want them to be accepted into heaven. You want them to not fail. You do not want anything bad happen to them. It's like if your sibling were about to be punished for something, but you really were like, no, I take the blame, you know, kind of a deal. Like, that's how you should feel. That's how Jesus felt for you when he came down and died on the cross. Please, Lord, spare them. I will die for their sins. That is exactly what he did. But more on that later. It's so late. I've been talking for too long. And it's about midnight. I best be getting to bed. I just hope this is a food for thought. Gets your brain going. Gets you pumped. Gets you thinking about certain things, certain topics. I want you to further go into that. Reading your Bible. Writing notes. Making whatever posts you want on Facebook about it. Just like, you know, get into the mindset. Do not hold things against people. That's all I say. It is totally not about them. It is against you and Satan. And Satan better not win. Let me tell you what. Do not let Satan win your life. Every single time you are struggling, this is what I do. This is why I started the podcast thing. Because every day in my car, as soon as I've had a bad day or anything that's happened to me, if, even if it's a good day, I'm in my car just talking out loud. God, what the heck? Why did this happen to me today? Why can't I get along with this person? Please help me have a softer heart for them. Why is it so difficult for this? Or thank you so much for like this great, amazing day with my kids. It's been such a blessing. I couldn't imagine my life without them. That's how you need to be talking on a daily basis to God. 
and not in your head. You need to be letting that out loud. There needs to be a place where you can go and you can be praying and talking out loud because nothing will bug Satan more than when you're talking out loud and being so filled with the Holy Spirit and loving on Jesus. Let me tell you. That is my rant for today. I hope you enjoyed. Go get yourself a quiet place, even if it's your car. It's definitely my place. If you haven't watched a movie, War Room, go watch it. Get a prayer closet. Be praying over your family, over your home, over your friends, over everybody. Pray for your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. I'm spouting Bible verses. Do I know where they came from? No, I don't remember. But Google it and it's there. It's in the Bible. God bless you. Have a wonderful night. I hope that you found this interesting to say the least. (laughs) And that it does get your brain flowing and interested in this topic of spiritual warfare and how to handle it and what to do from now on. Read your Bible. Pray. Go to church. Surround yourself with Christian people. Do not get sucked into the world. That includes social media. I'm going to have to delete my social media accounts for sure. I've already cleaned up my friend groups and everything else. Trying to delete anybody that's not such a good influence in my life. Nothing will take you away further from God than that. Especially in this day and age. Alright, have a good night, or morning, whatever. Go A good day, let's say that. <laughs>